Hey guys, you are listening to the Rima Chapel Podcast, which brings the message of Jesus Christ to the lost all across the globe. Today's speaker is our own pastor, Reverend Samuel Donkoforte, pastor of Rima Chapel, Belfort, Germany. Hope you enjoy the message. Would you please open to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40, the verse number 30 and 31. Isaiah 40, 30, 31. Isaiah 40, the verse number 30 and 31. Even the young, are you there? Isaiah 40, 30 and then 31. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Now, we are going to take communion and the basis of communion today is to provide strength. Everybody who eats food knows that when you don't eat for some time, your strength level goes down. So that when we eat, the goal is that it will provide strength to our bodies. Well, today we'll be taking communion and we expect the communion that we take to give us strength. And so I want to encourage you just in case you are one of those people who is thinking to be on the fast today, I mean starting tomorrow, please, when you are taking the communion, believe God to strengthen your spirit, your soul, and your body, so that in these 21 days, you can fast, you can pray, you can go to work, you can do anything that you have to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So that is, uh, for me, that is the number one for today. Now the second one for today, you will find in the book of Matthew 28. It has to do with our vision for the year 2020. Matthew 28, 18. Are you there? Matthew 28:18 This year I want to encourage you um, if you, you you don't have any business getting up when the word of God is about to be preached please try to do it a little bit earlier like we we etc etc try to do it a little bit earlier so that when it's time for the word of God you can sit and listen. Because God pays attention to those who hear him and those who don't. And you'll be surprised that uh, when 10 people are looking for something from God, God may pick out only those who hear him. And those who don't hear him will just leave them. And so I want you to pay attention to the word of God because it is through God's word that God makes permanent changes in people's lives. Are you okay with me? Um, and then let me also say this, 2020, when you hear the word 20, repeating itself 2020, one thing you should understand is, it is the year of the double portion. Meaning that 
you will have double grace for double performance. Means you will have a double harvest. But you see, in a time of 2020, it is also the time for perfect vision. Hallelujah. Sometimes when they say somebody has got 2020 vision, you know what it means? It means he can see clearly. There is absolutely nothing wrong with his ability to see. So you and I need to understand that this particular year is a special year. It's a prophetic year. It's a year where when you want to see the Lord, you will see him. It is the year like the year when King Uzziah died. The Bible said in, in uh, uh, what do you call it? Isaiah chapter 6, the verse number 1, that in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. You see, some years you can see the Lord, and some years you may not. But in a year of the 2020, it is a year when, when you draw to God, you can see. And I pray God that God will anoint your eyes so that you will behave like the servant of Elisha. Remember, Elisha had a servant who can only see natural things, but he couldn't see spiritual things. But when his eyes were opened, he can see not just the natural things, but the spiritual things. I pray that this year, God will open your eyes. Some of you have fought some battles for too long. And the reason those battles have persisted is because when a blind man is fighting, he can only do so much. Anything he cannot see, he can't touch. I pray that this year, you will see the things you are dealing with. And may God, who grants the grace, give you the double grace to deal effectively with them. So Matthew 28, 28. 28, 18. My alarm may blow anytime. When it blows, I stop. That's all. Matthew 28, 18. Are you there? And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Now, in the Greek, you will notice that all authority is all exousia. And exousia is the kind of thing that a person has when he has been legally invested with the ability to do something. What I mean is simply this. If you were to do the fetratum for your boss, effectively, anything your boss can do, you can do. So, in the same way, Jesus says, all authority has been given unto me. In other words, I have the ability legally given to me to do things on earth. So he said, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. You know, when you have authority also in heaven, it means that anything heaven will do in relationship to the earth, it comes through you. Do you understand me? That means that heaven has no business with the earth unless it passes through this person who has the authority. And so I want you to understand that if Jesus said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me, given unto me for what? 
Now, Jesus is not saying this because he's God. Everybody knows that when you are God, you don't need any legal authority to do anything. By virtue of who you are, that authority is already vested in you. But you see, this authority, Jesus took not as the son of God, but as the son of man, because he came to represent Adam. Now, Adam had authority over all the earth, but he didn't have authority in heaven. Yeah. Get that one clear. But when the last Adam came, because Jesus is said to be the last Adam, when he came, he managed to do what the first one couldn't do. He being the one who wasn't supposed to die because the first Adam was not supposed to die. Death for Adam was an accident because he made a mistake. When he came, he tasted death for every man, rose up again, took the keys of hell and death, and when he rose, he now became master of the earth. Listen, in 2020, if you believe in Jesus, you are the right place. Amen. Because this world is going to see a demonstration of the power of our God like never before. Trust me, I'm telling you, there are things you will see this year and you will wonder. So, how come that people used to think that there was no God or God was there? You'll be surprised. Because you see, God is coming out, you know, those Westings. You know what is a Westing if you like watching movies? The Westings, they are the cowboys. And you know, there are those cowboys who have got a gun here and here. And sometimes when they draw, they draw both. 2020, God is drawing both. Is taking back anything the devil stole because his glory he will not share with anybody. And so I came to tell you that in 2020, when you stand as a child of God, fortify yourself because great things are about to happen. How many of you know that great things happen through people? God doesn't do great things in isolation to people. You know why? Because man is the glory of God. God, God, God glorifies himself in the man that he made. And so when God is doing things, he's very, very happy to do things through men. And I want you to know that as a child of God, as a member of the body of Christ, get ready. Because it's not going to be business as usual. Things are going to go on a higher level. God is going to show you ways and means whereby you will take down the lies of the devil. Get ready. Next thing. He said, Go therefore. All power has been given unto me, therefore go. What does it mean? It means that if the power has not been given unto me in heaven and earth, then I cannot authorize you to go. I'm telling you to go only because now all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. What does it mean then? It means that in order for you to go, you will need some power to perform. And that power to perform, because now it is with me, I am authorizing you to go. Listen, child of God, the church has been without power for far too long. And we have, the church has simply thrived on philosophy and, and human understanding and, 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 most of the time, the church has thrived on what I call theology. Listen, 
Theology is what people say about God. Theology is not God. And sometimes when God shows up, he beats the theology. So I want to encourage you, in 2020, there is power available to be demonstrated. So God said, therefore, go. Or Jesus said, therefore, go. And make disciples of all nations. Listen, our, our vision for the whole of this year is going to make disciples for Christ. Or making disciples for Christ. Now, to make a disciple, you need power. It is not something that Jesus did without power. Remember, when Jesus started his ministry, before he was calling those disciples, he was walking in power. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God was powerful. The gifts of the spirit was powerful. The word of knowledge was operating. He could see a man and say, whilst you were under the fig tree, I called you. I saw you. So, so here we are, and God has asked us to do what Jesus did. Will he ask us to do it in a way that is different from what Jesus did? I don't think so. So I'm here to encourage you, my dear friends, that in the year that we are in, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, this is the new King James Version, I think. But uh, other versions will say, go ye therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the word teach that they used to put here is not the word teach simply because you are going to teach unbelievers. You can't teach an unbeliever anything. How many of you understand me? You cannot teach an unbeliever anything because, you see, spiritual things happens only because the person to whom it is happening has developed a capacity for it. And when you are an unbeliever, you don't have a capacity for spiritual things. The Bible calls you a person who is blinded. You don't have any other version. Now good. But me, I will, I will just finish very soon. Okay, yo. So, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know who a disciple is? Look at the twelve, excluding Judas, of course. But you will see that all these people, they later on develop the capacity to turn this world upside see, upside down. Right side up, I should say. The world was upside down before they came. Because through Satan, they have turned it upside down. They came to turn it right side up. And so, this year, this is what we are going to be focusing upon. We are going to believe God to move with prayer, with fasting, with power. We are trusting God to change a lot of things. I want to encourage you, please, this fast, be part of it. I know that January is cold. I know. <laughs> but you and I should understand that if you are dealing with God, then anything that doesn't cost you anything is of no value. You know, many times people want the thing that they have prepared already, you know, ready-made, then you take. The kingdom of God is not so. 
If you find somebody who is standing, believing God, doing anything, he is doing it because he took his time to prepare. So you can't just, you know, just because you are getting blessed by something, you say, oh, okay, now me too, I want to prophesy. No, it's not like that. Prophecy is speaking words. But the words, does it come from God? Or does it come from some other source? When it comes from God, and that is what God is saying, then there will be power behind it. So it is the same uh, sound you hear, but with one person there is power. With another there is no power. You know why? Because one mouth is speaking what God has said. Because he heard from God. Another mouth is just speaking because he wants to imitate people. So things don't happen. This year, I want you to understand that God wants your mouth. And God will use you if you will allow God. If you'll be willing to pay the price. What do I mean by pay the price? Pay the price simply means that you are given opportunity to decide, I want this one or I want that one. You know, you cannot, you cannot serve God sitting on the fence. You can't, you can't, you can't be, you can't do, you can't, uh, uh, how would you put it? You can't do, you can't go to Cape Coast or Elmina at the same time. Because Cape Coast is here, Elmina is here. You understand me? Uh -huh. So, when you are standing at the junction, if you decide for Christ, you have to turn away from some things. Just like we are saying we want to fast. What does it mean? It means the fridge is not empty. It means that when you are feeling cold, you know if you drink tea or you drink coffee, the heat will come, then you'll be okay. And you are looking at the, at the tea cannon, and then you, you turn and you go. That's what it means. So, so you have to, so pay the price is turning away from something or deciding that I want this thing so much that, look, I don't uh, want to lose it because of this. That's what it means. What are you ready to give up? Are you ready to give up your breakfast? Ready to give up your lunch? When you are fasting and you are working, it's not easy. I know so, because I've been doing this kind of thing for quite some time. And sometimes you just feel like, oh, everything is, unless it's ours. And you are like, oh God, please. And if you are like me, you know that if God doesn't help you, you give up. And so that is the time when you look to God. And God has never failed me. God will never fail you. I'm asking you to get ready to sacrifice. Sacrifice time. Because you see, after you work for your employer, how many of you know that our employers, they, they, they employ us not because they love us, but because we have something they can't get anywhere else. That's why they employ us. But Jesus, he loves you. He's not like your employer. He loves you. He actually loves you. Yeah. So you see, you should be able to sacrifice more for him than for your employer. Am I okay? Uh -huh. So when you sacrifice the eight hours for your employer, when you come home, come and sacrifice one hour. Prayer in the word. One hour prayer in the word. A little bit of worship. If you would do that for the next 21 days, after the 21 days, watch your own life and see. See your ability to believe God. You'll be surprised. Your capacity to believe God will go higher. Amen. 
See your ability to see troubles and challenges and opposition. You will see that it is the same troubles, the same challenges, but how you see it has changed. Your ability to confront difficult situations shifts the moment you get close to God. And this is what I am asking you to do, my dear friends. We will take communion, and communion is going to be a first step. I'm trusting God, if there's some sickness in your body, it will eat. I'm trusting God, <coughs> sometimes some people, it is, <coughs> it is not sickness in the body. It is an assignment against you, a spiritual assignment. And I'm trusting God that even if it is a spiritual assignment, it will live. Now, throughout this fast, our main scripture is going to be Isaiah 40, 30 and 31. Those who wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. And then we want to target and attack six major things. Six major things. Would you please put them down because I've, I've almost finished my preaching. We'll be taking communion very soon. And then we'll be closing. We'll be attacking six major things. Number one, what I call the dangerous duo. You know, duo just means two. Thrive. The dangerous duo. The dangerous duo, one, the first one is called jealousy, and the second one is envy. This That thing is not working, right? Okay. Next time around, we will, we will, we will make sure that uh, these things, we test it before the service. Because I think 2020, there must be some excellence. We cannot, we cannot allow things to go on the way they have been going. Thank you. Thank you. Let me quickly, let me quickly go on. And then you have a uh, 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 P 
people who are envious and jealous, they seek to manipulate you. They seek to cheat you out of things which are yours. In the season of the double portion, you want to pray that no weaponization of envy or jealousy steals from you. You are supposed to enter 2021 with some additions to your life. Are you okay with me? Okay, the next point we want to attack is the spirit of Absalom. Because in a time like that, Absalom will try to use seduction. You know, people, everybody depends upon somebody. If there's somebody in the working place talking into the ears of people so that their heart is not correct to work for the employer, listen, they'll be looking for little opportunities. Ziga Pauzer is going to PP, whatever, whatever. And you can see that they are doing the barest minimum. If they can do that for the whole year, by the time the year runs out, you look at the productivity of the company, it's gone down. It's a spirit. So you don't want any Absalom spirit to work against you. You are coming against the spirit of Absalom. And please, when you pray for yourself, for your family, remember this church too and pray for the church. The spirit of Absalom has a plan. The plan is divide and conquer. You want to pray that that spirit doesn't operate at all. Because you see, people are effective when they are together. But if somebody uh, doesn't like the direction they are going, he has to come and in and try to divide them so he can conquer them. This year, may nobody conquer your family because he's trying to divide papa and mama or weaponizing their children against their parents. You want to pray and come against them. And then for the church too, you want to pray that no weaponization because, you see, those things, they affect the church. Do you understand what I'm saying? Number three, let me go on quickly. Uh, the spirit of Ahab and the Ahab spirit is a spirit that somehow uh, complies with commands, directions, and also wishes of other people. Listen, it is okay if you want to comply with what other people say. But if you are complying with what people are saying, whilst your conscience is telling you it's not the right thing to do, and you are still doing it, it's not right. God gave you your will for a reason. And anybody that will hijack your will will also hijack your purpose. In 2020, it must not be so. There are some people, when they tell you something to do, you know you shouldn't be doing it, yet you are afraid of them. Because those kinds of people, you are afraid of what they will do when you don't do it. Oh, there are some people who have demonstrated that they can even fight you in public if you don't do what they have asked you to do. And because of that atmosphere... She will just go ahead and do anything they say. That is the spirit of Ahab. You have to fight it. Is there anybody in your life who, when he tells you to do something, you find it difficult not to do? Oh, let's drink a little bit of kumbaka. And yet you know that you have a weakness. <laughs> because when you drink the kumbaka, the next time they are not around, you feel like, oh, let me take another kumbaka. <laughs> And yet, because of them, you can't say no. Fight it in prayer so that it doesn't happen. Number, number four. The spirit of Ammon. Amnon. The spirit of Ammon. Ammon is a son of David. We'll take time and be going through these things in the course of the week as we pray. But you see, this spirit is a spirit that fights families. 
fights marriages and fights homes. This year, we want our families, our marriages, our homes, our children to be strong. But the spirit of Ammon, if it gets a chance into families, it will scatter the family. Before you know it, that spirit has used demonic strategies. They pass through the common lusts that human beings have. Whether it is lust for money, lust for fame, lust for sex, or whatever it is, whatever lust it is, they will pass through that, and before you realize, they are causing havoc in the family. Come against the spirit of Ammon. Fight against the spirit of Ammon. Come against all the kind of deceptions that it will release to undermine the family and the home. If our families are strong, this church will be strong. Are you okay with me? Mm -hmm. Then... We want to come against the spirit of Jezebel. That is the fifth spirit. Are you writing some things down? So that when you are praying, you know how to pray. But I will take my time to do some teachings along this line. The spirit of Jezebel is a spirit that is very, very, very religious. Somebody calls it pious. You know who a pious is? An Ephroma man. But if the person is from and is really from, but he's a Hollywood from, not a really from. Do you understand me? He's, he's playing the role of Father from. He's just pious. He's just behaving it, acting it. It means that God does not bless this kind of spirit. And listen, my, my dear friends, let's pray and come against the spirit of Jezebel because in 2020, God has set certain things already in motion. God doesn't want you to be a religious person. God wants you to be a child of God. Are you listening to me? How many of you have heard of Kanye West? Is he still the worldly rapper? How many of you know that some people in the church, they are against him? They've been caught with the religious spirit. And God is the one doing it. The spirit of religiosity must leave the church this year. It shouldn't be in the church. And God will use things that some of us don't think are right things to challenge us. Who are you to say something is not right? It's not right only because God says it's not right. And who are you to look at somebody's past and use it to judge them? So we want to come against the spirit of Jezebel because the spirit of Jezebel is that kind of spirit that is very, very religious. So any direction God is going, Jezebel will go in the opposite direction and fight. In 2020, there are going to be moves of God. God will do things. The prophetic voice in this house will be stronger than ever before. And things will happen almost instantaneously to people in this house. But there will arise a voice that will oppose. And if we don't take our time to go on our knees, pray and come against it, it will destabilize what God has for us. Are you okay with me? So please, let's fight against the spirit of Jezebel because you see, Jezebel is a spirit that is also proud. When somebody is proud, they don't submit. Watch it very well. For me, I don't see any reason why I cannot submit. And, and sometimes when people are proud, sometimes I watch them because pride tends to be the the, the favorite of the young. When you are growing, you get to a certain place, you begin to understand that. Uh, as a smart nicks, uh-huh. 
But I'm not trying to say that, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, if you find a young person that is being a little bit proud, then he's being overtaken by Jezebel. But I'm saying this particular spirit is proud and it will not submit. When you are finding that people are rising up and everybody wants to do their own thing, nobody wants to submit, nobody wants to listen, that is the place God will not work. But in this church, we have to believe God. That God will so unite our hearts that when Jezebel comes, he won't find a place among them. Another thing that this spirit does is that anybody who will resist him, you know, you don't want to submit. However, when you tell people things you want them to do, and the moment anybody says mm, they don't agree with you, immediately you go into overdrive. You find them very, very, very angry, or sometimes very, very violent. You know, sometimes they will, they will tie their cover cloth like that. Once the cover cloth is tied like that, you know it's well tied. Uh-huh. But we want to deal with this kind of spirit on our knees so that God will not be hindered in blessing us. Another thing is that the spirit doesn't like the prophetic voice because it's a spirit that kills the prophets. Listen, without the prophetic voice, you will not make progress in your life. As a believer, it is the declaration of where you ought to be tomorrow, today, that gets you there. Are you okay with me? Uh-huh. So if you have a spirit that is fighting your tomorrow, you won't see your tomorrow. And we want to come against that because this year is a special year of blessing for us. Finally, I want you to tackle the spirit of Judas. The spirit of Judas is a spirit that is assigned to people who will make a strong impact. How many of you have had a very, very tough time? Because I was hearing some of the testimony and they are saying like, I've got, I had a very tough time. May I announce to you that when the devil is spending extra time on you, mm-hmm. it's because you are fearless. Mm-hmm. It's because if you are working in what God has planned for you, you create a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. So he has to also give you wahala so that he will stop you. So we want to come against this spirit because you know how this spirit operates? It is a spirit that is assigned to people who are going somewhere. And begins to fight them with him because he comes as a friend. He will smile. Oh, I'm one of you. I'm a member of this church. Yes, a member of this church. But allegiance to somebody else who is not here. Or allegiance to somebody who is not the Lord that we worship here. Do you understand me? And this spirit will behave like it's one of us. But it's a monitoring spirit. It's keeping you surveillance. When you are about to make one move that will send you somewhere, oh, oh yeah, they begin to operate. They begin to work. Before you know it, they bring some kind of biscuit. They offer you some kind of uh, uh, drink. And then before you know it, all your prayer like, you don't feel like you want to pray anymore. Judas. We want to come against the spirit of Judas. It is a spirit that destroys alliances around you. How many of you know that the friendships you have, they are alliances? Hello? Hi. Your friendships are alliances. And those who, who have surrendered you as true friends, they are a boundary and a barrier to evil in your life. When you have no friends, it doesn't take you long on this planet. You will die. It's the truth I'm telling you. The social structure sustains you. So when somebody comes and he begins to undermine the allegiance of that social structure, 
in your life is doing the work of Judas. It shall not be so in 2020. It shall not be so in your husband's life. It shall not be so in your wife's life. It shall not be so even in the life of your children when they go to the school. We have to lift up prayer. And it shouldn't be so in this church. We also want to pray that any kind of aid, because this spirit will give aid to those who want to bring you down. We want to give assistance, aid, A-I-D. Aid, want to give aid, want to give assistance, want to give information to people who bring you down. Why am I saying all this? Because in the year of great harvest, the enemy sends weapons like this. This is why great things, they look great, but at the end, you look at what you have gained and it's like very little. You know why? Because the enemy went ahead, but this year, he will not succeed. So, please, we want to come against any spirit that is seeking to monitor any of us. Any spirit that is seeking to, you know, pass on information to the enemy. And if I were you, if there are important things happening in your life, you want to pray that the enemy, God will shut the eyes of the enemy so he cannot see. And anybody who sees, God will shut their mouths so that they don't release strategic information in the wrong places. Are you okay with me? Good. So, I have finished. Will you please be on your feet? Thank you for taking our time to tune in. For more information on our services, visit our website www.wimachapu.org. You can also join us for our weekly conference calls on Thursdays. More details on our website. Also make sure to check our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube platforms.